All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of The Four Jobbers. Can you believe it? After this extremely long hiatus, we are back. We are we back, are joined, baby. We are joined today by some all-star jobbers. We have the body from Kirkati, Jordan Moosties. How you doing, buddy? Mate, I am smashing. I'm loving life. Absolutely awesome. We also have the taxman himself, our manager of the four jobbers, Waxman, Ryan Waxman. Don't treat me like a woman. Don't treat me like a man. Don't treat me like you know me. Treat me for just who I am. What's up? How you doing, man? I'm in a shoebox-sized apartment in 30-degree weather. I'm sweating my ass off. Can't be any better. Mate, well, welcome to the Four Jobbers. This is your first time with us. Thank welcome. you. Thank you, gentlemen. So Ryan has some podcast experience. We'll get into that a little bit later. He's you know got a lot of wrestling experience in his life. Not Watching. Personally. Not, yeah, there we go. Watching, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have the man they call the show. He ain't got no job. He ain't got no dough. Jason. Behold the king. The king of kings. Your knees, dog. How you doing? Well, I don't have COVID nineteen, so I feel pretty good. But you have been quite worried throughout this entire thing that you do have it. You're a bit of a hypochondriac in a way. Uh, a bit. I would say extreme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I had it. I won't lie. Oh, really? Like, if I could get one of those antibody tests. I would, they're going to be like, here, mate, you had the Rona, like, for sure. <laughs> is There's that how they Is that, that how they give you results in, in Scotland? Yeah, mate, you had it. <laughs> yeah, like, mate, you, had the you Rona. were riddled with it. <laughs> yeah, you had the Rona. You're riddled with the Rona. <laughs> yeah, riddled with the Rona. Um, that's like the official term, but uh, yeah. So when's the last time we actually released an episode of this podcast? How long has it been, you think? So I had a look, and I think it was like early 2017. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like WrestleMania time, no? Yeah, maybe. I think we maybe did one in like January, and then we kind of stopped, and then did one again in uh, like March, April for, for Mania that year. But I don't even know what happened. What, what, anyway, what was happening in the we, last We didn't miss did anything in the wrestling world, luckily. Nothing's happened since 2017. So who was who the, the champion uh, like WrestleMania? Let me, go, let me look that one up. Yeah. While Jordan's looking that up, Waxman, welcome to the yes. podcast, man. Why don't you tell Thank us a little you. bit about yourself so that the people know who, the, who you are and who they're listening to. Well, uh, who am I? That's a loaded, there we go. <laughs> That's a loaded <laughs> question. Uh, so, well, I'll speak in my relation to... Uh, these fellows already on the mic that you know and maybe love, maybe hate, I don't know. Love to hate, hate to love. They hate Jason. There we go. Yep. So uh, Brad and Jason I met uh, almost a decade ago, I want to say. Getting close to that at this point uh, through work. Brad I worked with directly. Jason I met with uh, through Brad. And then a few years ago I took a fateful trip out to Europe and uh, met, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Jordan Deeds at the same time. <laughs> so that's how I uh, got affiliated with these guys. Wrestling-wise, I've been a fan since the Attitude Era. Uh, say Hardy Boys, 
that was my jam. Cruiserweight division, that was my jam. I always like the little guys because I am small in stature. And no, that's, that's awesome. No, we always want to know who yeah. your guys are, right? And there's some other shows and podcasts oh, yeah. we listen to, and guys are important. Not your. We all have our main stars that we love, but who are some guys that you liked from the, the cruiserweight division, and who are some guys that you liked uh, growing up? I never liked the main guys that much. I never liked the guys who were built up to be the guys. I always liked the guys who a little bit smaller, not the power guys. Uh, so again, Hardy Boys, Rey Mysterio. Ryback. Uh, I liked, yeah, yeah, of course, Ryback. <laughs> <laughs> Gene Snitsky, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels. So yeah, those guys were a little bit more main events. There we go. Yeah. The Shawn Michaels, though, you're talking about guys who aren't the main guy. This the is goal. like the worst example. I never. Of time. I, I guess instead of be the best, instead of that. guys who aren't built out to be the main guys, yeah. I would I should say the guys who aren't the prototypical like build. You right. know, the big, muscly, six foot eight, you know, two hundred and fifty pound. Vince McMahon the, the, has a... The guys you know. that look like me is what you're trying to say. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Exactly. That's fair enough, man. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I think you're more of a Husky Harris maybe, but, you know, I could give you Batista on a good day. <laughs> Purely Husky Harris, not Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I get the, well, the job version, basically. Exactly. Of course. And, and since we're reintroducing ourselves, Jordan, why don't you give us uh, a little bit about yourself, how you got into wrestling, and give us some of your, your favorite wrestlers growing up. Yeah, man. So... Yeah, like pretty much the same. Um, watched it from an early age. Like I remember, the first time I really started watching wrestling was when I found out I could sneak back downstairs after I was sent to bed, <clears throat> and and uh, turn on Cartoon Network over here. And after Cartoon Network finished, that was when the wrestling came on. So that was when wow. it was. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I remember. I remember doing it and getting caught by my dad several times. But you know, at least I wasn't doing anything else. You know. There you go. It could be worse. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I was—I I won't lie to you—I was—I was always a big Triple H fan. Like, nice. Growing up, um, he was always my boy. I, I never really liked Shawn Michaels. He was a bit of a a loose cannon. I didn't really like that. I, I like Triple H, no nonsense, straight in there. Here, come over here and let me knock your face in. I like that. I like that. Um, but yeah, like I kind of fell in love with it pretty early on. I went to wrestling school for a while, um, so I got I learned how to do some of this stuff, and uh, and then kind of pussied out because I realised it was too difficult. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I obviously, as did many of us, dropped away pretty much as soon as John Cena came on the scene, uh, um, hey. and then came back to it in my my later years when I realized that I had nothing else going for me. So why not watch wrestling like a loser? Yeah, it was a bit of a, a bit of a perfect storm. I find like when I went to the UK and lived there for two years, you were back into wrestling. It was like a good time, I think to get into wrestling again. Cause you know, I was still into it, but wasn't fully into it. And then when I got there, one of the guys were missing today, Lewis uh, was also into wrestling and I showed up this Apple store. And for those that don't know the story, I walk in, First day in a new country, first time living on my own. Walk into the, the Edinburgh Apple store where I'm going to be working, and there's a gentleman standing there with a big beard, big burly gentleman. He goes, you all right, Paul? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm Brad. I'm here from Canada, and, you know, I'm going to be working here soon. I'm one of the new geniuses. You're Brad. All right, mate, we're getting pints after work. You're meeting me here at 6 o'clock, blah, blah. And he just, like, went on, and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is so – and it turned out to be Jordan. And we hit it off, <laughs> you know, from that moment onwards. You know, it, he didn't ma- it didn't matter – anything about me right away he was so welcoming and, and amazing and as I got to know him 
I saw that that was all a front. He's actually a big rat. But that moment will but, still stick in my mind forever. To be fair, <laughs> it's the legendary hospitality of the Scots. Like, we'll get to know you, and then we'll make a decision. And uh, yes. you turned out to be a bit of a knob. So. <laughs> Definitely a knob. Oh, speaking Major. of knobs, Jason, they hate Jason. You, I have known for many, many years, but why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself, how you got into wrestling, and who are some of your favorite wrestlers besides HBK, because, you know, he's an overrated guy, and we don't really want to hear about him. Um, I mean, I got into wrestling <laughs> by watching old, like, VHS tapes, because I didn't have cable like Brad. I wasn't, like, super privileged and spoiled. <laughs> uh, so I had to watch. I, the first tape I remember watching was, like, the 94 Rumble, when... Um, Bret Hart and Lex Luger won together. They tied because they didn't want to give it all to Bret Hart because he can't carry it. You know, he had a 50-50 it. Um, and then, Damn. like, so I fell in love with it. And I used to go to Brad's house to watch it um, on cable because I didn't have it. And then my mom found out, you know, during the Attitude Era when it was the best, since my mom is a very devout Christian and I was raised in a Christian household, uh, you know, the Attitude Era doesn't really line up with those values. So I had to start wait, watching. Wait, wait, Jason, huh? Your mum, your mum wasn't down for sable in a bikini. Uh, for some reason, she liked that part, but not the rest. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, yeah. That makes that makes sense. Wow. But um, yeah. So I had to start watching WCW. Actually, I convinced my mom that WCW was not as like vulgar. So I would I would keep up with WCW more than WWE for a while, and, and I'd sneak to go watch it at Brad's house to try and keep up as best I could. Um. So ever since then, I just I've always been a fan. Like maybe not like up to date a hundred percent, but I always check in. I always make sure I know what's going on, just because I I just don't want to let it go. I don't know why, but yeah. But I think that that's a lot of us, though. To be fair, like if you think mm -hmm. yeah. all of us grew up with it in in some kind of way, and we all kind of you know realize actually, you know, this isn't cool. So I'm gonna go away from it, but. It always pulls you back in. There's something about it. Somebody asked me the other day. Well, not the other day. It was probably about three years ago. But anyway, someone asked me. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Why, why, why do you watch that? You know it's all fake. And big it's so stupid. Jesse's always, all so stupid. Like, I don't yeah, even like, listen to that anymore. That, that, means no, yeah, but, that makes no sense. Hey, why you watch that movie? It's not real, you know? Like, oh, cool. like, yeah. yeah, we know. If you yeah, put it Gandalf's that way, like, folk, folk tell me that Avengers is quality. And I'm like, yeah, you know that. You know, he, that's not yeah, real. Superman but. can't really fly, but, and he's not real. Eh? You, know you yeah. shall not pass. Like, I understand <laughs> that, like, I don't know, you guys have, like, I don't know what you watch over in the land of Canada, but, like, in the UK, like, things like EastEnders and Coronation Street, these are, like, soap operas. Oh, Coronation well, Street. For me, for me, like, <laughs> yeah, we watch that here wrestling too. is just a soap opera, but they get half naked and fight each other later on. Like, yeah, and there's a lot of athleticism. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, athleticism exactly. is real. Yeah, it's... I think we all have that uh, that way of explaining to someone who catches you being a wrestling fan and then has some things to say about it, right? What do you it's say? Interesting. Like? No, I was going to say it's uh, you know I, I, like you all have had that conversation, and I always prefer to say it's scripted, right? It's no different than a television show where the actors do their own stunts. Mm -hmm. exactly right? yeah um, a good way of putting it's... it especially you know for me being an actor and loving sports i always tell people it's a great combination of the two i love sports yeah They're super athletic doing things that i can never do and wrestling when it's at its best has great story yeah exactly and it's funny i actually went down to i was in mexico city a few months ago where i actually had the privilege of seeing a lucha libre 
uh, event. Oh, sick. And what made it so great is that there was no illusion that what was happening in the ring was, was real. It was all acrobatics. It was all show. And it was amazing. I had, that was probably the highlight of my, of my whole trip. Just seeing the, the, I don't want to say artistry. Sin Cara was there actually as a charisma. Did he botch? No, surprisingly. Surprisingly, he was in his element uh, okay. over there. Yeah. And this is the original Sin Cara. Exactly. Yes. It was the uh, uh, Mystico, what he was, I think, uh, originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was amazing. Everyone was into it. It was, I had lots of beer. So that was great too. And you didn't even care that it was very blatantly, you know, not real what was happening in the ring. It was just that you appreciated the athleticism, you appreciated sort of the, the acrobatics of it, and you just appreciated the story. And even without storylines in Lucha Libre, you still got the story through the moves in the ring. Is there still yeah. like a good guy and a bad guy type of deal? Is there still that yeah. storyline? Or Yeah, there's always, you know, the faces will play to the crowd a bit more and the heels mm-hmm. will, they definitely have that, but it's not so much a storyline that, or at least from what I understand in the promotion I went to see, it's not a storyline that builds over months, over months. It's here's one guy, here's another guy, they're going to fight tonight and they could be on the same tag team next week. So that's what yeah, WWE right. is doing nowadays. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I'm trying to capitalize on that. So uh, it, it's interesting that you go even further south and they're crazy about it there. And it's even more, quote unquote, fake. Mm-hmm. But it's even yeah, more exciting yeah, to see in person. And I think the first show I ever went to was with my dad. And he's the one that got me into it because wrestling has always been very big in Quebec for some reason. Similar yeah. to Scotland. Scotland and Quebec have a similarity there where wrestling has been a part of the culture for so long. And, you know, I remember seeing it was just like a house show. And I remember seeing... Um, uh, I think it was Yokozuna versus The Undertaker, which was you know, completely blew my mind. Seeing those people when you're just a young little ginger boy, you see these <laughs> beasts walk in. I got to see, you know, like the smoking guns I thought were so cool. And then my dad brought me because he wanted to see Sonny. And so when Sonny came out, he lost it. And of I was course. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was just a kid. Absolutely. I was like, no, disgusting, so gross. This is the worst. <laughs> and so he would watch pay-per-views with us and stuff, and just waiting for those, you know, those... Uh, <laughs> Those matches that would come on. The women's division was very different back then than it is now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's one word for it. Regardless, it worked. <laughs> it's bad. Like, I was... So, uh, I guess it's different for me because being in Scotland, you didn't really get much in the way of live events to go to. You really just had to watch it. That's yeah. true. And there's been a few, yeah. but um, yeah. I've only... Yeah, I've been a couple of kind of... The in, uh, independent shows and stuff like that but the biggest thing I've been I've never been to a, a, a like taped um, a taped show of Raw or Smackdown in Glasgow or ever been down south for any kind of event the biggest thing I've been to was NXT mm. now Brad I think you were with us actually yeah. so we went to NXT and, and see when I look back on it now I'm thinking oh yeah that, that was sick actually who was on the card well, it was Finn Balor against Samoa Joe. Like, how sick oh, wow. is that now? Like, like that, that that was an insane fight. Yeah. Um, Asuka damn. was there. Asuka crazy. was there. Like, Holy it's shit, crazy. Really? No way. When you, like, I'm looking back at photos now just to remind myself. And it's insane. Um, well, I guess they're now called FTR. But um, what are they called? Dash and Dawson or whatever. Wilder and all that. What are they oh. called? Yeah, they oh, were the, the, uh, revival the revival at the time, I think. 
Yeah, yeah, the revival. But, but yeah, now yeah. they have a new name, right? But now, no, now they're FTR or whatever. Right. FDR. Um, <laughs> F- <laughs> FDR. Not a like, president. I think so. Yes. But like, yeah. FDR. Yes. <laughs> but like, I'm looking at photos. Brad, did you remember Baron Corbin was there? Jason, that's, that's guy. my guy. Jason's, that's Jason's current favorite right now. Not favorite, no, but it's, he's good. I think he's good. Favorite. He's hated too much. Wait, better than. Better than Randy Orton? No. <laughs> oh, okay, just a check. So a... we've we've gone around a little bit and talked about, you know, past stars and things, guys that we grew up, you know, admiring and stuff like that. Like, growing up for me was Bret Hart, and then I used to love Ken Shamrock, and Kurt Angle, guys like that. Now those are yeah. two of those guys are the mega stars, and we all had guys that we appreciated throughout. You know, mm-hmm. Owen Owen Hart obviously and things like that. But. Oh wait! Actually, before I get into that, we haven't talked about Gilbert yet. Ooh. I just wanted to Throwbert. give a little shout out here to one of the former Four Jobbers, one of the founding members of the Four the Jobbers. Founding member, yeah. Thrillbert Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to yeah, say, what a boy. Just want to give him a little shout out, Jordan. Anything you want to say about Gilbert? Gilbert, man, I love you. Just, just remember that. And uh, mm. I guess on the back of that, we should probably call out the other jobber who's not with us Louis but both both Gilbert Gilbert the Thrillbert and Louis vegan dandy <laughs> Edwards congratulations on uh, having Wayne's like we many versions of yourself congratulations on that the vegan that's, that's... dandy has turned into the vegan daddy congratulations Louis <laughs> Um, we hope to get you on the next podcast. He was going to show up, but he's dealing with some baby drama. I don't know what it is. We'll leave it there. I think, yeah. Shot up his arm or something like that. Mm. So did you guys want to talk a little bit about your <coughs> old um, favorites that weren't big, or do we want to jump into something else like AEW versus WWE, or do we want to talk about how wrestling has survived through COVID? Do we want to talk about that at all? Where do you guys want to go with this? Think. Let, let's talk about because I guess that kind of merges a couple of things together. Let's talk about what's happening right now. Like, this COVID-19 nonsense has been right. going on for a while. We're, we've all been hit by it. We've all been affected by it in some way, whether it be work, whether it be relatives or whatever. So it's pretty tough to talk about. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's also been pretty tough, I think, for fans of wrestling because things have changed. Yep. Whether it be live events, people, like, think about the kids that love these live events. Yeah, there's still merch, and that's that's sick, but it's really affected, um, I think, people being able to go out and, and do these things. So, like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's pretty tough on that. But then you've also got these athletes who are being ditched from one company and going somewhere else, and then their jobs are up and up. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. So some big names have changed recently. Does anyone want to talk about the names that have, that have changed hands? Because... WWE, we know, is a billion-dollar company. It's on the stock exchange and everything else. It's doing, it's done well yep. for so, so many years. It's been a great part of our lives. And regardless of what we think of the product, I think we all love and respect WWE for what it is as much as we criticize it and, and fantasy book and wish we could change things. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have lost their jobs through COVID in the wrestling world because when you think about it, I mean, how much money do they make off the gate for house shows? How much money do they make off merch? Yeah. Like, and these yeah. guys, you know, and girls and whatever get a cut of these things that happen. And so this must be affecting their salary 
in a huge way. Absolutely. Wrestling is no exception to the rest of the world. Everyone has to make, uh, unfortunately, these sacrifices. And sadly, especially in wrestling, and we know this, this is, this is normal even in uh, non-COVID times. It's the guys and, and girls at the bottom of the totem pole that typically suffer. I mean, the biggest name for me was actually not even Rusev. I would say Mike Chioda, right? Yeah. yeah. Marie, who's been there for yeah, how long? Chioda. Decades? Yeah, sorry, Mike Chioda. Senior That's, official yeah, Chioda. Mike Chioda. Yeah. Like that's the besides Earl Hebner, who's the referee you associate with uh, with WWE the most? Is, at and least Charles. in modern day, Charles is my favorite. Yeah, of course, Charles. <laughs> no, it's Mike Chioda. I know, <laughs> but yeah, Mike Chioda. At least in the modern era, in the modern era, Charles has um, a special place in all of our hearts. I mean, we just saw him again recently, but you know, it's, it's, yeah, definitely. Um, Jay, yeah. do you do you have any standouts from that list? Me? Um, yeah. I guess I mean Rusev was the biggest one because I think. He's gotten over many times, and he's proven that he could do that. Uh, I'm glad that he's gone, though, because I want to see him do better somewhere else. Like I, I want people to leave as long as they can earn good money in AEW. I don't know how much they pay their wrestlers. Like I have no clue. I hope that they're getting yeah. good money because I want them to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and I want them to compete and make them both have to fight for viewers because that's when wrestling is best, and that's it. That's like if you look at that list, there's there's so many that I'm reading just now, and I'm like, okay, let's go with, for example, um, like Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows. Yeah, especially since they For just sure. brought them in, I was really they surprised. They they literally ha- were in a WrestleMania about two weeks before. Yeah, um, true. And, and you're telling me that they're, you know, I don't, we don't. You're not required anymore. Well, hang on a minute. They're in a stable or tag or whatever you want to call it with AJ surely but I mean we no. were, I was yep. so hopeful that we would see some bullet club esque team yeah. or group and we, we all know that uh, the way WWE is now and the way that it's run is factions aren't usually approved or um, allowed or whatever you want to call it unfortunately but uh, I thought that I mean we all thought the potential was there like oh my gosh they have Finn Balor they have these guys like what's going to happen yeah. now but didn't factions are made to be broken up these days it's, it's really you throw a faction out there uh, and this goes back at least to 10 plus years to you think of nexus that was a group that was put together clearly now that we know with the intention to be broken apart so them all to turn on each other that seems to be the tool that's used for factions rather than the super group that just goes off and you know evolution is probably the last big faction that lasted a while that i can remember personally well, and that so could be like- wrong Evolution, I think you're right. I think Evolution probably is the last. Well, with the New one. Day. Oh yeah, the three New man, Day. A three man yeah, team, I mean, though. But then you can. All, there's lots of three man teams, but three man yeah. band. I think three man three band, band yeah. shield. Oh, so you're talking about over three people? <laughs> I'd say over three people. You're talking about like Nation of Domination, DX, uh, at one point. Uh, NWO. Stuff like that. NWO. The only one I can name off the bat is probably Undisputed Era. Yeah. yeah, in NXT, right? Yeah. In NXT, they're, prob- they're they're probably the only one, and actually they've been around what a couple of years now. Yeah, and what That's what true. they're doing is sick. They, you know, they have that evolution vibe about them. There was one point where they all had gold, and it yeah, that's it crazy. looked it looked sick. You know, so they're they're yeah. doing so well. I don't know but, what it is about Adam Cole though. Like, there's just something about his look that I just don't. He doesn't look like a like a guy that should have the the main belt. Like he just looks like a wuss. I find. Am I wrong? 
<laughs> I don't know. He just looks kind of wussy. Build up the toughness. Someone that looks like that, you have to build up their toughness. I'm saying like story. he's awesome though. I'm not saying to. he's bad. Like in the ring, he's amazing, and he's Great. good on the mic and everything. Great. I just he looks wussy. I don't know what it is. That's NXT though. Yeah. Because if you think about think about some of the champ, you tell me, you tell me, you're going to put Seth Rollins right right next to Bo Dallas. Come on. I love Bo Dallas, <laughs> and they did him dirty. Bo Dallas is NXT champion. Come on. They did him dirty. I believe. I still believe. You believe? He was or great. a faction is meant to have one main guy and a bunch of jobbers around him. And I think of uh, what Seth Rollins had with his messiah and his, his thing. Uh, I even think of JBL in the cabinet. Like, or uh, <laughs> JBL Edge and uh, La Familia and everything like that. Uh, it's it's like either JBL stuff got swept under the rug, too. Is there still, like, uh, are people still talking about JBL and his, his past? His bully mannerisms? Yeah, his bullying. <laughs> I I don't know, because I, I, I always thought it was one of those things, and I'm not excusing it, first of all, mm-hmm. if it's, you know, it's, if it is what it is. But I always uh, was always under the impression that that's just, it sucks, but that's just part of behind-the-scenes life, at least in the days Right. Right. In 2000s, 90s, 80s, there was very much a pecking order. There was very mm-hmm. much, you know, you had to earn your respect and otherwise you were treated like crap or you were ostracized. Like uh, the Miz had to change outside of the locker room because I think he sniffed Chris Benoit wrong or something like he that. Didn't he put his stuff there. in someone's locker? Chris Benoit. Yeah, he put his stuff in someone's I would, I wouldn't piss off Chris mm-hmm. Benoit. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. I wouldn't. Uh, so. <laughs> But yeah, I do remember but, that story. The Miz did something, and it was then ostracized from the locker room for doing some yeah. whatever it was. So I guess, and, and again, maybe there's a culture change, and I do very much hope so. But I was under the impression that this is just par for the course for mm-hmm. backstage WWE. I think he took. He was one of the ones that took it the furthest, though. I think okay. like he would make people uncomfortable. From what I've read, I mean, I don't know the whole story. I didn't really look into it. I don't really care about possible. JBL much, but. No, me neither. <laughs> it's one of those things that I don't know that's, if we want to know. Do that's pretty much know? where everybody stopped yeah. watching wrestling, right? Yeah. And, yeah, that's and it. It's, it's... Like, I would still check into it. I think, yeah, when JBL was champion, I don't know if it's one of the most engaging or most viewed times of WWE. I don't know. He was a good heel. Oh, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was okay. He was he a good, was heel. good heel. Especially when he did his uh, yeah. JBL. So, one, th- one thing I wanted to... Um, discuss i guess aew right we we are living in a time where we might see monday night wars 2.0 whatever you want to call it right if you think about so i'm looking at the list of um some of the guys who are wwe right Mm -hmm. who could have been big were big whatever you want to call it and have kind of fallen down the card slightly and disappeared and are now at AEW, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You've got guys like Matt Hardy, who is still Matt Broken. Hardy. You've got Chris Jericho, yeah. who's obviously still good. Chris Jericho. You've got John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose. Yeah, that's a big one. What's what 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 the hell? What what have WWE done? Like, why have these Cody guys Rose, gone? Another one, obviously yeah, the one well, that was yeah, really absolutely. driven out and and the one that's you know started this new company right basically essentially i mean they got the commentary team is is one of the things that stands out right away as well yeah absolutely they've got they've got tony shivani yep. is that right yeah, yeah. And jim ross but like the voice of jim wrestling ross, like, are, man. jim ross voices. he's still the goat 
Well, when you think wrestler, you think that voice. I when I think of, of wrestling, I hear "By God" in my head. <laughs> yeah. like, he killed him. He killed him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what what are what are WWE doing wrong? Why why are these guys uh, being let go? I don't think they're doing anything wrong. They have too much talent. They're hoarding all this talent they can't even use. You know. Yeah. So that's it. Like they have these guys that could be main eventers that they don't have the space for and they move on because they know they can be better and that's what they do somewhere else. But if you listen to the guys that have left talk, they usually they usually have reasons for it. There's been a lot to it. It's not just necessarily a crowded roster. Micromanaging, too. But also too. the way that there's micromanaging, you know, forcing to stick to, you know, let's be, let's be honest, those scripts are not Script. good. No. Absolutely not. Like, I'm, I'm not... You know, as much as I've done some acting, uh, you know, I haven't really had the chance to chomp into too many delicious scripts. But, you know, even commercials are, you know, sometimes better written than what we get here. And, you know, there's examples of it like the Jeff Hardy um, piss test that was just done the other night. Yeah. yeah, yeah People have yeah, yeah. a video and, and have matched it word for word with previous scripts and previous segments that have been done in the past. Like, and I don't know if there's if there's, you know union issues or things like that at WWE and if they write a fresh script does it cost more like I don't know what the reasoning is like I'm just I'm trying to rack my brain to find out why because I if you have a team of writers they how can get away with it that's why some yeah exactly I was going to say it's a combination yeah I think it's a combination of a WWE up until recently you know you have TNA or Impact Wrestling or whatever wants to go you have ROH you have the indie feds all over the world but before AEW didn't really have a big challenger since WCW. So it's like, okay, not everybody wants to go over to Japan. Not everybody wants to go over to the UK. And I think Mm -hmm. the second part of it was there was a lot of internal pressure from higher ups, senior staff, company guys to toe the line. I think it's a mix of both. And it's WWE now has to look in its rear view mirror because now there is another promotion that is funded, is getting Mm -hmm. attention. And we're also in the age of social media and the internet where it's a lot easier for something to gain momentum like that. Like, what's the state of wrestling when Total, Bell- Total Bellas draws more viewers than yeah, Raw or AEW? That is crazy. Exactly. exactly. I mean, I understand it as a straight <laughs> man, but still. Like... That's even, like, even my girlfriend will say, like, you know, WWE is like your Kardashians because you look so far into it and you watch all I don't watch Total Bellas, but, yeah, yeah. I do read up on things and you know I used to watch that. all the time and I used to watch it just, yeah just because it gave it gave you some back sure. behind the scenes footage you know it, it was kind of interesting but then it just yeah, when they were still in wrestling well, it was that was total right? divas then it turned to total bellas and I don't I mean I got nothing against the bellas like they're fine I don't mm. like like them that much you know I don't want to just watch total bellas it's just them now isn't it or do they still have all the other rest there's no more wrestler, wrestlers on it right it's just the bellas I uh, seen it. No, I, I've never watched it. Believe so? Yeah, I don't, I don't exactly. At least Total Total, Total Divas, Divas gave you like back behind the scenes moments and wrestlers coming in and and candid moments that was cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there's still a market for that. Like I was watching the Undertaker thing the other day, and I feel like there's still a way to keep the wrestlers in character on the show as much as possible, all the time they're in character, and then when it does end. You can have shows where they just they talk about things or show behind the scenes and things like that. But to me, when you, when it's on camera, I still want it to be kayfabe. And there's certain yeah. things that I have 
I don't yeah. know if that's an old school point of view or what, but like for example, the the announcement that Becky Lynch had, I think there's so many different ways it could have been done that would have kept kayfabe, would have kept the story going, would have you know furthered the story and pushed it, and then also set her up for when she does return. You know, it would have. Been, I don't know if she will. Mage as well. I don't think she will. You think that was retirement? Think? Not officially, but like, how do we know? Like, she she's having a baby. Uh, was she like 33 or something? 34? I don't remember. No, no idea. I don't know. This is just what I heard. Like, yeah, I listened to other there. other podcasts were saying they're not. You know, there's no guarantee she comes back, right? Never. There's Never no guarantee. guarantee. It's true. I don't think there's any plans. Like, it wasn't. It didn't I hope seem she like does. Retirement to me, and if it we, was, we need uh, we need talent like her. I hope she does. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't know, right? It's it's going to take... We're just going to have to wait and see. But what's going on in AEW right now is very interesting, and it is reminiscent of the past when we did have, you know, WCW versus WWE, and then there was just WWE, and then there was the brand split, Raw versus SmackDown. So these are all things that kept the competition going, kept things moving. And now it's like... This is- I guess the difference now, though, is the the yes, there's competition, absolutely, and I'm not disputing that. But mm-hmm. who do who do WWE need to please? Technically, it's the shareholders, right? Right. So they need to make sure that they're happy, and if they're still selling merch and they're still getting network uh, subscriptions and things like that, why change it? Yeah, that's the other argument, right? It's, a lot of decisions seem to be safe and seem to be for. I mean, it is a lot of responsibility, I'm sure, to be running a company with all these people working for you, not just the talent, but audio, visual, trucking, like logistics, everything. So there are certain things there. But in my mind, as a wrestling fan, when the business made the most or made seemingly the most money or or had the most hype was when the storylines were at its best, when the brand was competing against itself or another and guys and girls were being pushed to have to be incredible and spectacular and don't get me wrong they yeah. still give it their all and they're, they're unbelievable i'll never take anything away from the athletes themselves you know especially in the current climate where in wwe they're given it seems like they're given a gimmick and then given a script and things like that where you watch aew is there more freedom i guess who you know for individual performers it's it's, it's new isn't it it's really new, so I guess they're just trying to find their feet. If you look at some of the characters, like um, obviously Luke Harper is another name that's that's gone right. over to AEW and is now performing as Brody Lee. Brody Lee is actually his character from the Independence. So that is a name and a character that he had built up for years and years, up to the point where he joined WWE and was told, "No, you're now Luke Harper." Same with Moxley, I think, eh? Exactly, exactly yeah. the same with Moxley. So these guys go, okay, you're telling me I've now got freedom to be that character that I was before. Why they weren't allowed to be that character in WWE, I don't know. Kevin Steen? Because they, yeah, they want Steen. control of it. They don't, they don't want them... And, and that's fine. Like I, right. I understand that. I guess that's part of the being able to sell a name. Yeah. So that if yeah. you move on, they can still sell your name. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But... Um, yeah, like, you know, these guys have gone there and went, cool, this is the direction I really want my character to go in because I've built it up for 10 years before I made it to WWE. What do you think? And then, you know, the uh, Tony Khan or whatever the CEO of the company's called, is just going, 
yeah, no problem. Like, let's give it a go. Right. We don't have anything to lose, so let's try it. And it's working. Yeah, it like, is working. What is it that you guys like about AEW right now compared to WWE? Like, what makes you pay attention to it and watch it? Um, well, I haven't watched it in a while, to be honest. But <laughs> when I when I first like got into it, I was excited, and I, I watched for like a month or two months straight every week. And uh, what I like, I mean, it's just the fact that something it's new and fresh, so it draws you in right away, right? And you see like these guys that you know uh, are actually happy now, and you watch like the interviews afterwards and like the, the candid podcast, and they're saying they have more freedom and they're happier, and you can sense it in the way they're working, you know. They get to be more involved in their characters, and it it just that's what it feels like. It feels like everyone really likes working there, and they have freedom to do as they wish to a certain degree. Um, it feels like they take winning more serious in AEW, and every like at least this was at the start. I don't know where it's at right now. I gotta go back and watch, but uh, just if they have the records up there, you know, they take that serious. Um, every match feels like it mattered. Uh, yeah, what else? Like it just. Because I mean, like what you said at the beginning there was like it was fresh and new, and then you stopped watching. So that's what I'm that's what I'm curious about. Because I feel like curious. That's what I'm curious about. And I feel like that's what a lot of people did. Is like it was so sick. It was started out so hot, and even myself, I've only gotten back into it in the last month. And I don't know why there was that drop off where I actually. I don't. Maybe it was I stopped watching wrestling altogether. It, yeah, I was just stopped Pardon? watching wrestling per, like in general for a while. Because it's not it's not hot. No. You know what I mean? Nah. I, I compare it to a startup, a young up-and-coming startup where everyone's in there out of passion and the will to grow something as organically and as, as strongly as possible versus that's sort of the, the cash cow that's just chugging along, let's keep doing yeah. what we're doing. You know, is this, is this really the most inspiring work we've ever done? No, but it's making us money and people are still buying it and, and tuning into it. And that's, and that's fine enough for us. That, that's one thing to... Uh, you know, I feel like we're bashing WWE. One thing to say is, obviously, when I watch the matches, forget the story. If I watch the matches, some of them are incredible. Yes. They are so well done. The The guys that are, are performing are incredible, and they're performing to the best level. So the actual athleticism, I'm not disputing. It's no, purely yeah, the storyline. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And I think... Exactly. But... One thing that I like about AEW just now, and I'm kind of with you guys, like it's I don't watch it all the time, and I feel like that's partially to do with loyalty, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. It's partially it. to do with loyalty to WWE, but when I do keep up with it, the thing I find that I'm engaged in is how real it is. I find it very difficult to watch two guys who apparently hate each other. Do you know what? Edge and um, Randy Orton is a good one for me, right? These guys mm-hmm. apparently hate each other now so much that Randy Orton gave an RKO to Beth Phoenix, his wife. Now, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> like, telling me kill a man right, if he does if, that, if he, you know? <laughs> if you if right. he did that to my wife, I probably wouldn't do very much because it's Randy Orton. But if I was another wrestler, right? You'd be like, thank you, if sir. Something happened there. <laughs> oh, thank you. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to get you, you idiot. You'd be like, listen, mate, I'm going to rip your limb from limb. I'm going to smear your blood across my chest and then drink whatever comes out your intestines. Like, there we go. It feels more real and more <laughs> visceral when I'm watching AEW. You know what I mean? 
and part of that's the look, right? I mean, WWE looks so clean and professional. Too polished, yeah, like, man. I don't like the AW. I don't like how polished it is. I don't like the new you, you screens balance, in the right? poles and in the ring and all over the place. The screens everywhere. Like I, I don't personally like that. I don't like the new the new um, entryway where it's like a hundred foot just big screen. Like it's cool, but I just I, I don't know. Maybe it's just we're getting older and we don't like the the, the way it's going. That could be Probably it. A bit. You know. Uh, go back to the Hammerstein ballroom. Still looks like you know, yeah, exactly. That, but the intimate <laughs> show is so nice, and that's what I loved about the indies. And how do you balance that? I mean, AEW still looks indie. It doesn't yeah. look clean enough, in my opinion. I agree. Like, I agree. When it's yeah, on yeah. TV, and, and someone walks by, like my girlfriend walks by, looks at, it, she's like, "What the hell is that?" It's still, it's like still the, like TNA like WCW ish with the entrance and the yeah, lasers yeah, going exactly. everywhere, and uh, the the, the, the theme, like theme's not loud enough when they come. I really in. don't like. Yeah, I really don't like the mm. ramp going straight into the ring thing. No, do. I don't like that either. I, I hate that. It, it's weird. Oh, like on the same height as the apron. Yeah, they had yeah. it on WCW pay per view sometimes. Yeah, I didn't like that. But see, it's that's what weird. I feel like they're taking a few things from WCW that I didn't like, like Tony Schiavone. And they're using it. No, he's good. Things I do like, you know, win loss records. I think is pretty cool. I think that's important to mention. Sometimes it's not ultimately the most important in wrestling. We know that it's scripted, yeah, but it, it does help legitimate, you know, legitimize someone that's up and coming or whatever. Well, I mean, or battling yeah. for the number one contender spot, it could be important. It's scripted. But it's supposed you know, to be real. Cool. Therefore, it should look real, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> it's supposed to be real, right? It's supposed to, in our minds, kind of be. Yeah. That's when wrestling's at its best is when you can well, you th- I mean, if disbelief. you talk about any other sport, you talk about win-loss yes. draw, right? And you think about it all the time. So Always. Why would this... Yes, it's scripted, and I'm not disputing that, but why would you not want to talk about that? Oh, do you know, this, is, this match is the third match they've had, and actually the last two... Well, he's... What, yeah, show, show recent. A, be like his last yeah. five matches. You don't have to go. Yeah, into you might care more. Nah. You might care more. Like, it's oh, like he beat him ten years ago. Yeah, fine. Right. It was ten years ago. Get a grip. And then yeah, we, exactly. we all saw backlash. 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 We all saw backlash. Yeah. We would have backwash. Backlash. Oh, there we go. I and it. it was a bit Scottish. I was liking it. <laughs> yeah, Jordan's breaking my brain. It feels like I'm back there again. It's just messing hey. me up. And then if you look at the card. And you talk about story. And we're going to go through the card real quick and talk about our thoughts on it and what you thought and all of this. And which matches had story and which didn't. Like, if you just, right here, Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy. They tried to do story in that. They tried. But to me, coming into it, it's just like, why does Sheamus hate Jeff Hardy so much <laughs> to do all of this to him? It's just because he's because he used to be an alcoholic? You used to be an alcoholic, uh, yeah. so now I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to get you fired. I'm going to make you lose your family. I'm going to destroy every. I was like, <gasps> not recently either. They're talking about yeah, something yeah. that in 2009. Like, you're telling me an Irish so guy is going to yeah. hate on another guy for being an alcoholic, like, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Here, but. Exactly. Because <laughs> he out-alcoholic him. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't make sense. Seamus has been in videos and promos all the time. Like, There's videos of him downing pints. Next to Cesaro, yeah. who wouldn't drink. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Nice. remember that. But now all of a sudden he hates Jeff Hardy for drinking. Like, there's just no, like, just give me something. Dude, you can be a backstage thing where Jeff Hardy steps on his shoe and I'll be, I'll care more. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just needs that. to be someone, like a JR. Or if he puked on him or, or something because he's drunk and he puked on Seamus. Yeah, something like that even. Yeah, see, there we go. That's a good wrestling storyline. Jeff Hardy ends up getting a little bit drunk. 
you know, and Seamus is drinking with him, then he pukes on him, and then, like, I don't know, anything like that would make so much more sense than Seamus is back from injury, and he hates Jeff Hardy. (laughs) I hate to do a a segue just really, really quick. Go for it, please. Remember that video? I'm sure you've all seen it. That guy who talks about how wrestling isn't real, and he does the whole backstory of Triple H, his entire career. Someone should do that as, you know, as much as possible for the whole thing to keep things consistent. Because, yeah, you can't have Seamus going and drinking pints. And it's like, oh, you drank too much. You went too <laughs> yeah. far. Years ago, yeah, you used to be an alcoholic. Yeah, so exactly. now I'm going to get you fired from this company. I'm going to have your family because... and have your wife leave you and your kids are going to think you're a mom. But then, if like, talking about storyline, do you remember? I, tell me the year, I don't know. But there was um, the exact same type of storyline with Booker T. Um, way back when, when Book- they they found that Booker T had a, a criminal past. <laughs> Whoa! Um, Surprised that they did that storyline. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? That was Triple yeah. H. I'm pretty sure it was with Triple yeah, H. Yeah, that was like the racist storyline. So. Like you would make, yeah, you'd tell like Booker T to racist. clean the toilets and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably didn't want us to talk about that anymore. But still, no, but like Booker Booker T should have won at WrestleMania, but instead Triple H yes. pedigreed him, waited like 20 seconds, pinned him clean. <laughs> a WWE storyline that didn't age well. Wow. What a, yeah, I know, right? What I don't, a shocker. That's going to happen. Like, I don't mind that. I love oh, yeah, the Attitude Era. It happen. didn't age well, so what? Bring it back, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you can still be vulgar and non piece. Like, exactly. Some of the most popular shows now. Exactly. Rick and Morty, Family Guy. Like, you know, there was not Yeah, be more responsible with it, but you can still do it. But they're smart. You can, there's still room for it, for sure. There's still Absolutely. room for it. And then there, yeah talking about um backlash if we go to the mm-hmm. other side of the other side of the card you're talking jeff hardy against sheamus the other mm-hmm. side there is randy orton and edge did you guys see this i right. did watch the whole thing tell me what it was billed as i i don't know yeah. if you know the greatest match ever greatest wrestling match ever wow. i love that do i think it was that no do I think it was an absolutely great match with a brilliant story behind it? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it was so well worked. The only thing I didn't like is they announced um, they announced <laughs> they were going to have different video uh, camera angles than we've ever had before, and it was a couple of GoPros stuck in the turn, turnbuckle. That's, you know, whatever. Yeah. But then they pumped said, in noise. Um, yeah, yeah, they said, yeah. we're going to have... a. Uh, what did they say? How did they put it? It was like um, enhanced audio. We're going to do right. what we've always been doing, but now you'll notice it more because there's no crowd. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> like, you've got somebody shouting, this is awesome, and then nobody the standing awesome around them yeah. shouting it. Like, what the hell? No, it, that scary. took me out of it, to be honest. It made it more like a TV show. Like, I did, like if there's no yeah, one in the, right? no one there, then don't put in fake noise. It's not a... It's, not a, it's like it's not having friends. a laughter track. You know, it's not Seinfeld. Don't put yeah. in a laugh track. I don't know. Like yeah, then, I, I agree. But I love the fact that they have people around the ring. Yes. yes. Like, I like that. And they're making sure. noise naturally. Yes. It's organic. And they're, they're saying stuff. And AEW started that. They did. Yeah, exactly. They absolutely yeah. and that's, did. That was a big thing for me when I saw that happen. And I yeah. listened to it. I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. Put all the yeah. jobbers out there. Let's go. There we go. Like, it's fine. Just put... Shotzi Blackheart or whoever it is that's standing out there. That's fine. Like We don't yes. know who she is, so do what you want with her. That's it. It doesn't matter. But Jason, you had some gripes with this match. Why don't you tell us about them? With this, Well, that was the main one, pumping in, in, the, in the noise. But also, like they had a match at WrestleMania 
right? Where they like wrestled all over the whole city and tried to kill each other. And then they followed up with like a regular wrestling match. Like, I don't understand that, you know, shouldn't it get even more intense or did I miss something in the story? Like, you know what I mean? That's going the opposite way because yeah, it's, it's like if moving you its way down to yesterday. less severe. Less, uh, like you yeah. said, like he RKO'd his wife. With these matches happening, like, like you have a you have a preview match of the match that's going to happen on a pay per view, either the week before or weeks before, or right after a pay per view, you redo yeah. the same fucking match. I, I think, can't take that. I think shit they redid uh, Nia and uh, yeah. Yeah. Nia Jackson Oscar on on Raw. I'm pretty sure. If you were just in a pay per view wrestling match. And you got mm-hmm. the fucking shit beat out of you, or you beat the shit out of them, and this is supposed to be somewhat real and in, in, in you some have to universe. show. You can't the come evidence. out and be hundred percent fresh and come back you after a good. battle and you can't, the night before. And you can't tell the champion to fight like every right. single. I don't even think it should be every single week. It's the champion. You shouldn't no. have to fight every single week. I agree. It's a good chance nice. to showcase other. Still have them come out because people want to see them. Yes. But they don't have to fight. Respect take, the title. I take a wrong step off a curb, and I'm out for a week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind wrestling a 45-minute match. What the hell is that about? Like, Honestly. we get it, they're superheroes, but that's one thing that you can forgive. Yeah. No, I mean, I remember, it's usually only if the guys really, like, they go through tables or they go through uh, the cage walls, then you'll get, like, a bandage around your waist. The typical, like, hurts. <laughs> but they're still yeah, fighting yeah. the next day. Like, <laughs> they're still yeah, fighting. Sometimes there's a storyline. Yeah, they're the kind of holding themselves anymore. on their way into the ring, and then, oh, good as new. Good as new. But, uh... <laughs> I think anytime you build something as the greatest anything ever, it won't be. It won't be, and it wasn't. But and maybe that was I, the market because we all tuned in, right? Maybe, maybe, and it but was. Edge it was still Gordon a great, like some. I don't know. This, it, it was too. It was in my opinion, match, it was too long. Great story. It was too long. It was long, but what else are you filling up the card with on backlash? I just, I just right? don't. I don't like the like a forty-five minute match when they kill each other and they just keep getting up and then they walk away like nothing happened, like. I don't know. If they're going to kill each other, it's got to be shorter because they're killing each other. They can't just keep getting up. And, it, and in my mind, that ties in with the whole thing that Ryan's saying, right, is you should be planning this ahead. This is backlash. All yeah. this buildup should have been to a bunch of matches that have story that we're looking to see the conclusion to. And if there isn't a conclusion, you know it's going to be dragging out to the next big pay-per-view yeah. because it's Backlash some... should have been the beginning. Maybe SummerSlam right, should a, have been the culmination. Okay, there's a good example of it, right? You have a pay-per-view finally where something can happen where you can build storylines up to the next pay-per-view. And if I look down at this card, like, did that happen? Maybe somewhat? And now, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, Edge tore a tricep. He's out for the rest of the year. So he's out now. So you wasted wasted him on Backlash. Mm Mm-hmm. That's well, no, they had him on WrestleMania, simple. right? That was the. That's true. They had him. <laughs> but what was gonna? Where was he gonna You're go right. after this match, though? Uh, I'm guessing he was gonna. I imagine it was gonna be a SummerSlam. Yeah, I would think SummerSlam would still be the culmination. So, I mean, you've but seen now that's not happening. You know, th- there's obviously an extension to that storyline with Christian now as well. I didn't see what happened uh, though on Raw though. Did he get wrecked or something against Randy? He what? Sorry. Did uh, Christian lose to Randy? I haven't watched it. Okay. They they fought an unsanctioned match on Raw. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. There you go. <laughs> I guess at least, yeah. Whenever Edge what? does come back, it sets up something for next year. Maybe Royal Rumble, maybe Mania. Of course. You know, it's still a way to make Britain off the show. He ma- he wrestled a hellish match. He was clutching his neck the whole time, really selling. Like, like the way he sold that with his neck and everything, that was, that was I good. I say, so the story was, 
it was a great match. It was a great match. And I think the story was great to that point. Mm-hmm. It's just, it should have been the other way around. It should have yes. finished with the greatest match. How did you feel about them point. using everyone's finisher? <laughs> I quite liked that. I thought it was quite good. Yeah. yeah. It was. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, and, and the kayfabe explanation is they're not doing it perfectly because it's not their move, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They're doing it, but it's not. It's not a perfect finisher because it's not theirs. And like, I get that. Maybe there was um, one round too many. Maybe I thought, but that could have just been me. Maybe because this has been the big talk about this match, right? And if you look online and everything, what everybody's talking about is the finishers. They're talking about the match itself was a, was a, a fun match. They enjoyed it. And a lot of people are talking about these finishers. So it did do what WWE wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Greatest match ever. It got a lot of eyes on it. You have a whole bunch of false finishers and other people's finishers. And it's really gotten the whole, I think, the, the, the smart world talking about it. Good yeah. or bad. Was there any other match that stood out with you guys, good or bad, on that card? What do you guys think about uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley? Jordan, oh. it's your, your fellow countryman. I wanted Bobby Lashley I... to win so bad. Shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Drew McIntyre, man. I don't like him. That's oh, crazy. I love him. What do you mean, don't like I how, love how him. Do we, uh, can, how do I evict he, Jason from this? He's, uh, I get, I, like, I'm not saying I don't like him. I just find him kind of like dull, you know? I, I don't know. And see, like, that's the whole thing. If you watch him in other you know, um, promotions and stuff before WWE brought him back, and you watch him in NXT... It was mm-hmm. completely different. I feel like it's, and a lot of people are saying that because they neutered those him. that love him, yeah, they understand that A, he's been neutered, and B, it's really bad, bad, bad timing. I think, well, that's it. If, yeah. See, if you, if you watch, um, if you watch him on shows before the, the kind of pandemic, um, yeah, you're right. He, his character isn't great. I mean, it's just kind of a watered down version of what you had before. Mm-hmm. But actually seeing him now, with all of this, the way he, I, I'm sure you guys have seen it, the way he plays to the camera and he's been like pulling the camera into him and saying stuff to the camera and shouting stuff, you know, different things. I I like that side of him. I, it That makes me feel involved and it makes it feel more real to me when I'm watching that and I see that kind of thing. I think mm-hmm. Drew is a great champion and I think he's a, a perfect candidate to do so many different storylines. I think you're he's right. chosen there. one. It's, it's yeah, exactly. It's just crap timing. Like it's just a yeah. shame. The one yeah. time that he gets his opportunity and nobody can be there to actually watch him as a champion and see it. And then the, you know, come on, Bobby Lashley, get a <laughs> no, no. Listen, he Bobby is... Lashley has kind of sucked for like since he came back, but since he's been with MVP, I think they're doing something very he's good. Been, that is, he's been great with. I MVP. thought it would have been good to give him the title, let Drew stay off a little bit, and let's give him the title back. Yeah, he, he can starts. win it back. And yeah, I, you know, and so in the end, does it really matter? Like, I thought it would have been cool to give Bobby, especially the current climate. Maybe people thought they were pandering. I don't know, but I still thought it would have been nice. But one of the things I wanted to talk about before that match started, Jason, you mentioned this a lot, is things that don't make sense to the extreme. Like, if you're running a wrestling promotion, you're having a championship match, the guy comes into the match before it starts and beats the shit out of the guy, and then you start the match. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How are, how are guys constantly allowed to get away with things like, like this? Before the belt. a better way to do it behind stage? You take out his knee or something where you come in the ring, you kick the shit out of him, and then the bell rings. It's just like... No, it's like before a big yeah. match, like the guy might sneak up from behind and beat the crap out of him for like two minutes, and they're like, oh, the bell didn't even ring yet. It's like, get him in the, get him in the ring and ring the bell. 
And the guy's like dead, and the ref's like, "Okay, are you okay to go?" It's like, well, why don't you just always, why don't you just always beat them up before the match? And if it doesn't, exactly. no consequence. Yeah. Come yeah. out with a, a hammer, hit him in the head. Like, oh, the bell didn't ring yet. <laughs> All right, start the match now. Right, right. Like, that makes no a better way. That that plays well when it's a money in the bank cash in. I don't have a problem with that. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know that plays well then, but you've got a, a championship match. If that was me. And I was the ref there. I'd be like, "Well, I'm not start. I'm not ringing the bell." Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then Drew still wins at the end, which yeah. you know, if you're building up a monster wrestler, and Bobby Lashley should have had an MVP the first time around. Yeah, he yeah. should have had someone like that with him. I think he's doing great with MVP. Yeah. And then the ending. But, Let's talk about that real quick. What the right? fuck happened at the end? That's just oh. a classic. We well, oh, it was, it was horrible. No Typical. The second she came out, you knew it was gonna. Yeah, how that Byron was gonna said end. it. She didn't, what was it. she saying? Why did she come you out? Cheated. The, you why cheated. Did she come out? What are you talking about? Yeah, she yells at the <laughs> ref. You cheated. You cheated. What? Yeah. It was. It was she so sucks. forced, man. Ugh. It just nah. exactly. It's so forced. It's zero percent. Tired just with like, the, they make these guys idiots. Like he's so stupid. He just looks at her like, oh my goodness, uh, you're in a title match. Yeah, yeah. 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 he <laughs> stares at her. Yeah. It's an old trope. I've seen, La- I've seen Lana do that exact thing. Do you remember the, the whole Rusev Cena story? Yeah, yeah. Years and years ago. She did exactly the same thing then. I'm... She got up on the, the ring and was like, oh, it's, in it's... a terrible Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then she gets kicked off and she hurt her ankle or something. She's got 20 inch heels on. And, yeah. and then Rusev gets rolled up. One, two, three. Oh. I don't nah. care anymore. I just yeah, don't care. it's happened too much. I know it's a classic wrestling thing, but it's got to go, man. It happens too much. But that's old. what I'm saying. There's, yeah. there's classic. You reinvent things. You do them different. You yeah. Them, you try to do something that that makes a little bit of sense that puts some story into it. Mm-hmm. If she comes out because of a certain moment that happens in the match and she thinks she can save him, she's you know MVP gets knocked out because he's supposed to be the one to do it, and then she comes running down and you think they Absolutely. you know and then something happens. It's it's is it really that? Hard? I don't know. Like I'm not. I'm not a writer. I'm not a professional wrestler. I'm not saying that I, I know uh, anything more than them. But we're just jobbers. Yeah, yeah. We're just I completely agree, though. Yeah, the, the WWE has certain formulas that you can mm-hmm. now see coming. Look at uh, Strowman versus uh, Miz and Morrison. Oh, you knew yeah. Miz and Morrison as soon as they said, "Okay, one of them gets the title, not both." Yeah. yeah. You knew they were going to start turning on each other. Mm-hmm. You knew Strowman was going to get beaten around a little bit, and then you know, be the monster among men and. Turn it over, and, and you knew he was going to win. And it wasn't it was, even a real turn either. It was just like a half was, mistake, and yeah, then he covers. It's like that's it. It was a joke of a match, uh, and it, yeah. it, it, for a guy that you build up to be like this behemoth, unbeatable force. One of the few times I think the WWE has actually done well with a with a big guy, mm-hmm. uh, to, to to their credit. And you put him in that. I get it's backlash, and it's not you know a big pay per view, but I think he. And Miz and Morrison are both good workers, and I think that yeah. could have been done. Broman co- make Broman. Broman. What the hell's going on? Michael speak. Cole over here. Is there not a way to make him look good coming out of this match? I don't know. I can't. None, none of them look good. I can't they all looked him. bad. I think, to be fair, though. Yeah, they all look worse. Great. It's it, like, is, yeah. it is a difficult time, right? And we all sure. know that. And I think sure. it's made more difficult by the fact that some guys can't compete just now no i get that that's why it's all with a you grain know, so, of salt like i don't really hold anything against yeah. them they're yeah I'm, I'm happy they're still up and running and doing this for us so, absolutely so i appreciate it now the time when the story has to own it and you you have to work with what you got and let's let's make these storylines so important and grasp people like what i've been saying since covid started is 
this has been the perfect opportunity. Wrestling has been like the only sport, quote unquote, on TV. Yeah. Wrestling yeah, fans yeah. usually love lots of sports, right? We usually yeah. wrestling fans are usually big fans of you know Jordan likes his soccer, football, and uh, no, I'm just kidding. We all we all love all sports, but I love this I would love be the ca- perfect the caber time. toss. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <And> Highland <laughs> Highland games and things like that. There we go. Highland flame <laughs> competition. Yeah. Okay. But this would be the perfect time to take over the ratings, to take over the news, to put some product on TV that we are dying to watch. That I want to see Monday Night Raw. I want to see. Like I don't know. That's just what I thought, but. Did uh did you guys watch the uh, the Viking Raiders and the what the hell um, Street Profits? I forget what's the name. I did. Uh, the Street Profits. Street Profits. The, the Viking the, the Profits. Viking Profits. What was <laughs> that? Hell? What was? I'm sorry, that? but the minute that what's was... his name? Is it um Akira Tozawa? Yes. Yeah. Turns oh up, and then there's this weird ninja fight, and then this giant seven foot black ninja guy <laughs> i don't really understand what's going on like <laughs> but didn't, why am i watching this worse. didn't they end up in oh, a, a dumpster with my favorite squid thing, monster yeah what the hell <laughs> the star wars the old there was a bunch of odes to star wars in there yeah there was like a there was an alligator yeah, he used leg. the force to pull alligator. in a turkey yeah, yeah. leg my favorite thing about that entire leg. thing is i watched that for what 20 minutes or however long it went on yeah and then it cut back and michael cole went Okay, so um, we're not going to see the the uh, Street Profits Viking Raiders match tonight, and I'm like, I've just watched 20 minutes of fighting in a car park with a tentacle monster. I, yeah, like, it's like you mean I'm not going to see anything. I've just watched that, something, you idiot. It's like a yeah, the, it's... they try to do like a graveyard match type thing, but it went yeah. wrong. I, I didn't like it. <laughs> Dumpster match. Um, but I don't know. Wrong. I guess they're having fun with it. You know, it is still aimed at. A younger audience these days. That must be it. That must be it. Definitely, I think a lot of it. It's you know, you still want that fun, playfulness that WWE now in the PG era has Mm -hmm. come to be known for. And you know, I did I enjoy it? No, not particularly. But at least (laughs) it's not like Money in the Bank where uh, they do it for a main event match. Oh oh my goodness! And you get get Otis as Mr. Money in the Bank. Or they just Uh, I like Otis. He's funny. They just had they had a title match when no one knew that it was a title match. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, you won last night. Oh, here it is. Thanks. And if we if we look back at like what went on with the the women's division in this event, so we started off with the the women's three way match. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. What do you what do you guys think about that one? We'll talk about that one real quick first, and then we'll get into Nia Jax versus. I'm not a fan of roll up wins anymore. I'm kind of tired that the roll up is the most dangerous move in the in wrestling. Yeah. I'll give you that. When it was like a technician that would do it, like certain wrestlers could do that, like Bret Hart could win well, he had to, because he it would have fit with the storm to win otherwise. <laughs> or the uh, or the dirty going. the dirty move of grabbing the tights. You know, you could sell that. There we go. That's yeah. fine. Just a straight roll up. But now anyone yeah. grabs tights. I see good guys grab tights, good girls grab tights. Like it doesn't. There's nothing there. Yeah. Like, I I think that is, and and I understand what they've done and and why they're doing it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But for me, you've got the women's champion in a tag team match again. It just oh, that's true. That title, it's, yeah. <laughs> what is I the didn't point? Even realize. Giving... I didn't you... even realize. Why that's am I watching thing. her in a match with five other women fighting for a tag title when actually she is the best woman on that show? I want to see her fight someone. I want to see her take someone down or get defeated. However, it pans whatever, out. right? But that's I, I, I want to see her fight. In the same way that I want to see 
Braun Strowman fight somebody mm-hmm. or like a legit or, um, fight, yeah. Drew Mac. I want to see a legitimate one on one. Respect the title. Respect the title. Exactly. There is why, no why is she the she's sitting Worse. there going, Oh, I'm what did she call herself? Bailey Dos titles or something. No. I'm like, but you might as well not have the other one because Yeah. You're fighting for that one. What's the point? And that's what yeah. I'm saying, the whole state of this division and it's just the Nia Jax versus Asuka match, you know? Like it was an interesting finish, for sure, right? Yeah. 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 I, I, sure. I don't have a problem with double count outs and things like that. Oh. It's fine. Are we gonna t- oh, yeah. I forgot that's how it ended. I do have a problem yeah. with double count outs. I hate them. I mean, it can happen once in a while, yeah. but like, it's it, like yeah, a, pay- a pay per view title match, and it just, it's so obvious. It's like, why do we watch for it? It's just, it's just to, to waste time and move on to the next one. Because I they think- don't have time tie matches, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it if it's going to build a story, right? Sure. So, if you're going to build, if you put that in and you go, oh, who's actually better? I have no idea. Let's build and right. build and build. And then we're going to have that rematch at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But there was Asuka versus Nia Jax 2 on Raw just the night exactly. after. Exactly. What, what the hell is that? That's that? the worst. And so, that's what I'm saying. Like, if this match is going to end in a tie, then the, you know, part of my notes say, Ending in a tie is risky since they just fought. And if you're going to do it, they both have to look amazing and, and continue the story like you guys are saying. Or, yeah. or afterwards, there has to be an extreme battle afterwards that's going to cause this feud to go, you know, one of the two has to Absolutely. go way too far after the match, get really, you know, doesn't have to be too violent in the kids' world, but, you know, seemingly violent to show us that side of them to be like, oh, shit, this is fucked up now. And it's going to continue in, in a way that we're like, oh, shit, like, this is extreme now. And the next and match that, could be a hardcore Naya match or a, something. I, mean, I don't know. To be completely Naya's honest, Naya's a perfect you. candidate to do that. Yeah, you know, she Naya can absolutely throw Asuka around. Just you know? throw she her on the ground her. and drop a leg on her and beat her. Like it doesn't make any sense why Nia Jax isn't the champion and just destroys Asuka. I know Asuka's great, but I thought she was gonna put her on her back and slam her through the uh, through the announcer table or something. Mm. You know, and I was like, that is yeah. fucked up. Now she's gone too far. Now you yeah. know, so other wrestlers have to come out and help Asuka up. Like I don't know. Something yeah, like something. That, right? She's she's so strong and and she's big and strong. Like make make her act that way, you know. Yeah. And get rid of her song. In the same way she that they song. Broad, What's I that guess. song? Her entrance I'm scene. Not like most I'm girls. not like most. <laughs> <laughs> like what kind of song is that? She's she's supposed to be like you know. It's the Punisher. It's sure, but it's always been it's always been that way. When it's weird, the WWE loves building up these monster men, and they can't seem to do it with a woman. The only one they came close to was Karma. Right. And then, you know, she got injured, she got pregnant. And then and Becky then Lynch. Who, who is <laughs> now on AEW, by the way. That, it's true, but she's as a... Exactly. As, as a that's it. That, but, that and I'm not talking about, AEW needs help. I'm not talking, Jason, about, like, big in terms of yeah, yeah, I know popularity. What you mean. Like, talking about, like, big in big, stature. Physically big. Like, yeah. even, you know, they've had Tamina on the roster for, what, a decade now? You can't. And she just comes in with a vest yeah. and doesn't say anything, looks mean and strong and never wins. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and injure someone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and injure someone. Yeah, but it's like, what's she doing then? She had a title match at Money in the Bank. For what reason? Yeah, where'd she come yeah. from? All of a sudden, but she gets a title match. Why? That's it. That it's match actually was okay. And, it was a, it was a good match. Yeah, I know. It's, okay. I, it's just like, why though? I just I, and imagine how much better it is with some sort of story. Yeah, I just and I know you guys know that, but what I'm saying, is I don't like, have an issue usually with the wrestlers or the performances. They're they're all super talented and they deserve better writing and yeah. and more mm-hmm. continuity. <laughs> you know, like that's that's my problem. 
That's my problem. I just That's the don't thing. We don't want, want to take anything away from them. No. I don't want the women's division to go back to the divas division. Yeah, Braun Panties match for the in title. In the Kelly Kelly era, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. They used to do that. It's just the yeah, bathroom break of, match, of, right? Sorry? It, that was the bathroom break match back in the day. Now right. it's, now we look forward to them. Sometimes. We look forward to them now. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. My dad would never I go just don't want to go back. Panties match. He exactly. would go you know, Kurt Angle yeah, versus well, Triple H. Yeah, but. The kimono pillow fight match and the... That's right, the lingerie uh, battle royale match, yeah, or the, yeah, the, uh, yeah. The mud so I just don't want. I don't want to go back to that where it's like, oh, you don't you know women, whatever. Who cares? Like, no, it's not going to go back to that. No chance. I don't think it will either. But to, it, some things, like I, I don't, You've too I don't much like, talent for that. You've yeah, too much I agree. But I didn't like the women's matches from Backlash. There's enough know, on so Instagram they, and TikTok that if people want just that sexy content, they can go and get that somewhere. But on the show, so. we don't need just that, obviously, no. anymore. Um, the people that's are, it. you know, beautiful enough as they are that we don't have to push it. Well, that's nice. Now, in terms that's of it. backlash, was there anything else you guys want to say about this pay per view? I mean, what else needs to be said? I, no, I don't think I have anything for me. I think it's it's uh, had a lot of average matches. Yeah. I had that. I thought it ended on a really good note. I think yes, it was a bit of a longer match than we typically see in any instance, minus like a big, big build-up events, an Iron Man match type thing, but it ended on a very good match. The greatest ever? No, but a solid Great ending to a yeah. decent to average pay-per-view. Totally, totally. Uh, yeah, a solid... I would give it a, a solid six and a half out of ten. That's all right. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, I'd give it a six. Without, without the last match, it's probably more five. Five yeah, that's half? a good point. Eh? That that match really saved their the match. Matches. Picked it up. <laughs> what does that tell you about that talent, though? I guess you know. Yeah. 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 So this has been quite the episode, quite the return for the four jobbers. Oh, baby! Jason, is there anything <laughs> you want to get off your chest? Uh, I feel like as the weeks go on and we keep doing these, people are going to be like, "Why does this guy watch wrestling?" Because all he does is complain about it. Because I feel like I do complain about wrestling a lot. Um, it's never about the talent or the wrestlers. Like you know, like I think they're great, but I, I gotta, you guys gotta bring me some positivity towards me so I, you can balance me out a bit maybe going forward. Um, and they'd be like, why do you even watch wrestling? And it's because I love it, and I, I remember when it was really good, and I think it still can be good with just minor little adjustments. Like you know, if yeah. if someone defends the title, they don't defend it the next night in the exact same match. Um, if some random guy walks out from the back, like the big show walked out and was talking to Drew McIntyre and he's like, Hey, uh, I want a title shot. And he just gets one just for no reason. Like <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Get rid of it. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, not asking, you, I think, yeah, you're not asking. I don't think you're asking for major change. And I think, no, but I got to focus on some good coming stuff too. From is, <laughs> but it's based on where you're at as a wrestling fan now. And I'm frustrated. Listen, we're a bunch of jobbers. Yes. Right. We are four jobbers. Correct. I mean, Jordan's the only one that has any wrestling experience, and, you know, it's not a lot of it, but it's still something. I, like, been, I think the extent you know. of my wrestling experience was I suplexed a guy, and he suplexed me, and I went, that was sore, and I never did it again. 50-50 booking. <laughs> but do you know what? I got suplexed, so... There you go. Yeah, that's not so bad. I, yeah, and my point was, we're a bunch of jobbers. Who the fuck yeah. cares what anybody thinks? I don't even know if anyone's going to listen to this. If you are, thank you very much. I'm just, not, I don't think but. anyone thinks that you know we're being ultra negative. I think as wrestling fans, wrestling fans understand. Yeah. And what we do is we pick about pick apart the product. It's part of what With we love. do. Pick up, pe- pick up, pick up, pick up, passion. Pick up, 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 p
your passion, mate. Uh, and that's yeah. it. We're offering yeah. suggestions. We're saying things that we would change. That's what you do as an armchair quarterback in all sports. Mm-hmm. You say, I would have yeah. done this differently. It is what it is. Mostly what yeah. we harp on, I find, is story and lack thereof or yeah. what we would change story-wise. Yeah, 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 we totally. don't, we're, not, we're not here to comment on wrestlers' skill unless they're Mungo. Then we'll <laughs> Mongo. <laughs> Mongo. You know, we, everybody makes mistakes. Mongo. Bobby Lashley is one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. He almost dropped Drew McIntyre on his head and neck and killed him in the middle of the match. Yep. These things yep. happen. Wrestling is very dangerous. But yeah. we all love it. We all still watch it. I'm mm-hmm. still paying the WWE Network every month. So I'm allowed to hate because I'm a paying customer. <laughs> yeah. There we go. And what a great way to end. What a great way to end. Everybody say goodbye. 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 See you later, mate.